Well, good afternoon. Thank you once again for joining me for Business, The Law and You. Julian Campbell here. We've got another interesting show lined up for you this week. A bit later in the program, we'll have one of our usual Harvard Business Review tips. The one we've got today is Three Ways to Overcome Barriers to Change. And, of course, we'll be talking with Christina with some more of those themes from the creative conference she went to last week. But right now we're going to have a chat with Jim Garris from the Garris Group about 10 lessons from Star Wars. Good afternoon, Jim. Good afternoon, Gillian. Well, thanks for joining us. And uh, you know, I was very intrigued when I saw on your website the uh, 10 lessons from Star Wars because, obviously, Star Wars is a very popular um, thing, whether we're on the dark side or the light side. Uh, <laughs> And uh, it's interesting to see uh, how we can apply some of these principles to uh, um, small business or business generally. So the first one is have a great idea. Well, we obviously uh, anyone who's going into business has a uh, has a passion for what it is, whatever it is they do, and uh, you know uh, whatever that may be, uh, make it into something that's uh, uh, quite uh, different and unique, and uh, turn it into something that uh, that that demonstrates your passion and uh, allows you to uh, project that to your uh, your customers uh, so having a great idea is uh, is is the first step in uh, in, in actually uh, going into a successful business and of course these days the the second one is very important embracing technology oh look Technology is, uh, is is a very important element of a of any business, and uh, you know I've been in business for a long time now, forty plus years, and I've seen lots of changes in the terms of the way we do business, and uh, so the way we communicate and how we connect with our customers is quite different now to the way it was uh, even ten years ago, and I think uh, uh, business owners need to embrace uh, the the technology and the and the, the technological. Uh, advances that have been made uh, to communicate with their customers and to demonstrate a point of difference in in uh, in the way they uh, interact with their customers. So you know, we uh, we as a uh, as a as a group we we embrace our technology and we're all, always searching for something new that uh, allows us to communicate better with our customers uh, uh, and and to be able to interact with them a lot more. The more interaction we have, the more likely our customers will deal with us uh, more regularly and hopefully then that will translate into better business. So uh, in Star Wars, Luke Skywalker certainly uh, sought help from or guidance from Obi-Wan Kenobi. Um, so we can learn from mentors, can't we? Absolutely. Uh, yeah, Luke, Luke was obviously uh, learned the ways of the Jedi from Obi-Wan Kenobi, but also from Yoda as well. Um, uh, you know, all entrepreneurs need to have a mentor and uh, someone they can actually talk to and bounce ideas off and, and give them an op- a, a, a direction about a, a, what a successful path actually looks like. I have mentors and I, uh, I talk to them on a regular basis and uh, communicating with someone who's been there and done that can make such a difference. So I, I highly encourage all business owners to have a, a mentor um, in, in their journey. And uh, the fourth one's an interesting one because uh, <laughs> there's always challenges in small business and, of course, in, in, in uh, Star Wars there's always that challenge between uh, Luke Skywalker and his father. So fathers and sons may clash. 
Well, unfortunately, that is a uh, the way things are. Our you know, times have changed. Our uh, our, our children uh, have a different way of doing things and a different way of thinking. Uh, but uh, you know, the, the the there's always a way around that, and there's always a way of being able to work through a problem. But there is a uh, definitely a a potential for uh, for conflict when it comes to uh, to family. Um, but uh, but also there's there's strength in that. As well, and that allows us to uh, uh, to, to move forward. You know, obviously, uh, there, that there can be a, a very acrimonious uh, uh, conflict between father and sons, and uh, Bob Jane T. Mars is probably a prime example of uh, how conflict can uh, can uh, uh, change a business and the structure of the business. Uh, mm-hmm. So we have to work through those problems, but I think there's strength in in actually having a family relationship. And the fifth tip is to spread into new worlds. Well, we we sometimes get a very bit, a little bit insular in terms of the the market that we're trying to penetrate, and I don't think we sh- we take enough uh, stock in being able to communicate with uh, people outside our particular area. Now, obviously, that depends on the business that we're talking to, but you know, um, technology allows us to communicate with uh, with people, uh, you know, in, in uh, more remote areas than uh, than than our local area. Um, yeah. I know in our business we get lots of inquiries from interstate people, as would uh, many other businesses. So, so don't don't ever uh, dismiss uh, opportunities that might exist, and and look for uh, new things that uh, can make a difference in uh, and create that point of difference in your own business. And uh, in Star Wars, there's always those battle scenes, and uh, we obviously have to battle against some tough competitors sometimes. Well. We, we do have to, uh, and I think that some of the, uh, when we talk about the first one being having a great idea and having a passion, uh, it, uh the, the, the battles will, will always occur. What we need to do is, uh, is keep uh, our focus and our single-minded uh, focus on, on, the, uh, on what, why we went into business. And we always ask ourselves the why about, of why we go into business. And, um, and so when the tough, tough times comes, we can actually overcome those uh, tough times and, uh, and, and actually forge ahead. So, so yes, there will always be tough times and we, we always have uh, Competitors, but believe in the power, believe in the uh, uh, believe in the light side, and that and that, uh, it, that will help us overcome the uh, the toughest competition. And of course, we can't overcome those challenges if we don't train our staff properly. Training staff is absolutely essential. Uh, we need to invest in our uh, staff and and train them so that they are ready to to do battle against our competitors. Yeah, uh, you know, obviously we need to lead by examples as as the as the the, the business owners. And but we need to have uh, we need to instill those values in our in our uh, people that so that they can actually represent us in the way that we would like them to. And uh, so that then means that. Uh, uh, you know, those staff then become empowered to uh, to take on uh, challenges that uh, that uh, that they 
wouldn't ordinarily have to uh, uh, endure. So you know, even in um, in the last uh, wars, uh, I think Ray had the uh, uh, took on the responsibility of looking after the droids. Uh, what you know, she wasn't asked to do it; she just took that responsibility of ensuring the droid uh, fulfilled his mission. And so, you know, as business owners, we we should train our staff so that they are empowered to make decisions uh, that uh, that will benefit the the business and the company moving forward. Of course, Star Wars uh, would, wouldn't be Star Wars without the big marketing that they do, and uh, that's an essential part for us in small business, isn't it? Oh, Julian, absolutely essential. You know, as I said before, business has changed now. You know, that uh, the old referral-style business, whilst it still exists and, uh, and still very important, um, we need to, need to get ourselves out into the marketplace and uh, we need to, uh, uh, to, to reach a, a, a broader market and be able to attract custom via our, our, our marketing. And so, you know, as Star Wars, uh, they, uh, they, they, they introduced a lots of little uh, toys and T-shirts and uh, all the paraphernalia, and uh, you know, so they they promoted the uh, their uh, their movie. They had uh, they had. Uh, certain days that were Force Fridays, and uh, yeah, they were looking for different ways to uh, to promote their product and to get people to uh, interact with them, uh, and whatever that may, in whatever way they could. So, uh, so that's the, the message: is we need to get our message to the the customers and the market that we're trying to reach, uh, give them an opportunity of understanding more about what we do, and then uh, you know that will then ensure that there's a a, a success in the in the business that uh, we're operating. Well, thanks for your time today, Jim. We haven't got time for the last couple, but the last one, of course, is be ready for a sequel. So uh, <laughs> we look forward to chatting you again on the on the radio another time. I'd love to uh, talk to you uh, one more time. That would be awesome, uh, Rich, Julian, and uh, I trust that if we don't get to uh, speak to you before Christmas, I wish uh, you and all your listeners uh, a merry, merry Christmas. Thank you, Jim. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Jim Garris there from the Garris Group. Time to chat with Christina. Good afternoon, Christina. Good afternoon, Julian. How are you this week? I'm well. And yourself? I'm pretty good. You're too, in sunny you. Newcastle today, are you? Uh, no, I'm not, actually. I'm oh. in Canberra. <laughs> <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't let you know that before, but I'm in sunny Canberra. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. So we're going to look um, at a couple of themes from the uh, creative conference you went to last week. Yes, there were some interesting themes, um, and one of them was a, there was a panel that had several members of large corporations on there, and they were having a quite a frank and honest, open discussion um, about what stops large organisations or slows organisations from innovating, from you know, acting in the or, or being creative in their space. Um, and one of the common themes that came up with several of the, several of the speakers was um, that ego gets in the way. Now we're all we're all pretty, you know, we could. We, could call that a, a forward slapping moment, you know, like go, duh. Um, yes, we all know that ego gets in the way, but it's really uh, different when you hear it recognised, um, acknowledged by several high um, high people in management in these mm. large organisations because ego stops things happening. Uh, and there was quite a bit of discussion around um, if, if there was less ego and a bit more humility, uh, that large corporations would potentially be as agile, uh, if not as agile, you know, they would be a lot more agile than what they are um, in progressing moving forward. But instead of, we, we tend to um, exacerbate fears in large organisations, you know, and, and sometimes quite rightly so, 
There's lots of talk about redundancies and things like that at the moment. Um, but instead of acting with, with humility, uh, we act with ego, and that stops a lot of things going forward. So I think that was a, it was a really good thing to be bringing conversations like that out into the open. And, of course, it's important to realise, I think, that uh, ego affects small businesses too because uh, sometimes those business owners won't see the wood for the trees. That's true, and you know, small business owners would be, would do really well to to collaborate. Um, mm. And oftentimes, you'll see in in moments of potential collaboration, you see the ego rising. Uh, and I and I use the word ego, you know, with some hesitation because ego, in its true sense, is the is your inner being. It is the I am of who we all are. So it's the it's the modern definition of ego. Yeah. Um, I think that we're that we're looking at the other interesting. There was so they give away several scholarships during the Cloud Innovation um, Conference. They give people an opportunity to speak about um, about new businesses that are that are coming up. There was a wonderful organisation called Humanitics, um, and what they're doing, they're taking on on the the ticketing industry. So lots and lots of um, events, everything you know, speaking events, big conferences, etc., using ticketing services. These, this Humanitics organisation, what they're doing is they're donating the profits um, from the ticketing fee into back to charities. So there's a, this real push for. Um, social bottom line, feel like you're doing good. You can actually nominate a charity. They've got several large charities uh, on as recipients of these donations, Oz Harvest being one of them. Um, but I thought that was a, a really interesting mm. look at a, at a different kind of business um, that potentially you wouldn't think may have a social bottom line. Mm. Well, we've got time for one more theme, if you want. Oh, excellent. Yeah, sure. I'm, I'm never sure how much time. We've got about a minute. One minute left. Okay. So let's go. Education. Um, very quick, because there's a couple of other themes there that I would really like to expand on maybe next week. But education, uh, again, you know, hot topic of conversation. Let's teach to skills. Let's not teach to NAPLAN. Let's not teach to specific outcomes. We really need to get back to teaching to skills. But the, the conversation around this was... What are those skills. skills? Because we really, yeah, we don't know what they're going to be. Just as 20 years ago, we didn't know that all this would be happening in the tech space, the IT space. That we'd be, we would be looking at artificial intelligence, drones, automated vehicles. In 20 years' time, we don't know what the industries are going to be, and therefore, we really don't know what skills we need to be teaching. But I can tell you, critical thinking, problem solving, yeah. constant. We need to we need to really push those again back in the schools. Mm, yeah, and of course they do say that a person doing a four-year degree these days, by the time they get to the end of the degree, what they learned at the beginning is almost out of date. That's right, yeah, that's so, true. And, and you know, it's the content. We, do, we don't yeah. need to be teaching the content, we need to be teaching the skills. How to do Not it. all the time. Clearly you need to teach a doctor or a nurse how to, you know, how to do their job properly, but we need to be really teaching skills. Well, you enjoy Canberra and we'll have a chat with you about the other themes next week. Look forward to it, Julian. Have a great week. You too. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Christina there with uh, those interesting themes and yeah, ego can get in our way. Can also be a power for the good too. And time for a Harvard Business Review tip. This one, three ways to overcome barriers to change. People often react to change by resisting it. And smart change agents know that being aggressive only makes people increasingly defensive. Here are three ways to move around the defences and closer to your goal. First of all, find another way in. If your change is rebuffed, try another tactic. Find out what matters to the people who support you need and shift the focus of the change to take their preferences and goals into account. Secondly, befriend people closest to your resistors. Making friends 
with admired assistants, direct reports or other people who spend time with them. These relationships often yield useful information and help you get your ideas heard. And finally, go bottom up. If senior management is resisting your idea, start from the bottom of the organisation and build grassroots support. With enough backing, you may be able to convince the leaders to reconsider. Well, thank you for being with me for the last half hour. I hope you've enjoyed the program. We've looked at those 10 lessons from Star Wars. And in a moment, Sarah Farley-Adams will be back with you with more of your easy listening favourites. Next week, we're going to talk with Gavin Monument from Beyond Process about the challenges with business processes. We'll chat about innovation with Christina and have some more business and legal news and views that might affect your business. I'd love your company again for business, the law and you at the same time next week. Until then, have an exciting, prosperous week. And as Neil Donald Walsh once said, life begins at the end of your comfort zone. Thanks for listening to this podcast from 2NURFM at the University of Newcastle. Topics range from gardening to health, well-being, pet care, finance, business and travel. You'll find them all at 2NURFM.com.